why would you care what other people think? It's your life. You're living it. I always say, are their opinions paying your bills? Because they're not. So you should do whatever you want to do. And who cares? listeners and welcome back to gumption this is lily your host and this is episode number 14 monetizing your social media investing in your best self through affiliate marketing before we get into the episode i just am wondering how is everyone doing like are you also suffering from seasonal allergies like me um but seriously dm comment on our instagram or even just text me What's going on in your life? What's your gumption? And how have things been for you? Because I always feel so inspired by springtime. By the way, everything just bursts forth into life all of a sudden. And I just feel like there's this new energy to the world as soon as those trees bloom and the flowers are out. It's just amazing. So I'm truly hoping that this spring is going to bring some absolutely beautiful changes to the world and just that like renewed sense of purpose and meaning that we are all looking for as we exit the winter. And then if you live in Ohio, the second, third, and fourth winter that tend to happen around March, late March, early April. Also wanted to share that I read an absolutely amazing book a couple weeks ago. It was called What Would Frida Do? And it was basically an account of Frida Kahlo's life from the perspective of this author who's kind of grown up venerating Frida as an artist and as a woman her entire life and really admiring her. And it went through different seasons of her life like love, sex, joy, pain. Uh, I forget what the other ones were, but really was interested in the way that the book was sectioned off by these kind of overcoming emotions or like themes throughout the artist's life. But most importantly, what I really liked was the call to action element of the book. After every section, she had the question, what would Frida do if she was dot dot dot? For example, we'll use the love section, if she were in love. And then it had like a couple bulleted points of different anecdotes from Frida Kahlo's life or like different interpretations of those anecdotes that the author thought this is what Frida would do in our modern world in this situation. And it was just really inspiring. If you know anything about me, you know I love art, especially Van Gogh, Monet, Frida, like all the classic artists. So I definitely highly recommend this book if you're looking to feel empowered and learn more about a historical figure that was very ahead of her time, very much an activist, and just a super cool, talented person. So let's get into it, guys. Why are we here? What is this episode about? And who is our guest? If you would have asked me a few months ago how much I knew about affiliate marketing, I probably would have told you nothing at all. But it's definitely always been a curiosity of mine as I've always really enjoyed using Instagram as a creative outlet and just like learning about different algorithms and trends from a statistical standpoint. So I thought I'd bring someone onto the podcast who has several years of experience in this field in addition to her full-time career and just is a really friendly and fun person to talk to with so much confidence. You'll hear this in the interview, but she really just like exudes self-confidence and knowing her self-worth and how she's kind of used that to create her brand identity and her own business through social media. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this is Zoe Conti, an entrepreneur, brand builder, and beauty influencer partnered with Modern Nature, which is a hair, skincare, and wellness brand 
I use their products. I absolutely love them. And let's hear all her wisdom that she has about affiliate marketing and social media. Thank you so much, Lily, for having me on Gumption. I'm excited to share a little bit about myself and my journey. My name is Zoe. I'm 22. I am from New Jersey, but me and Lily met through social media, which we'll get into. I'm definitely excited to educate you guys on affiliate marketing, how I got involved. I actually came across Lily's page from Instagram on the Explore page. One of her posts popped up and I was so interested. I went to her main page and I needed to connect with her. I loved her content. I loved her vibe. And, you know, lo and behold, we're kind of in the same position in life of being a year post-grad and navigating corporate while also pursuing social media. I got into social media and affiliate marketing at the age of 18, back in 2018. And I decided to partner up with a network marketing company from Instagram, just basically seeing other girls that I had known from my hometown posting about this amazing product. You know what? Why not? I'm going to school. This was in July, right before I went to school in August. (laughs) I was also looking for a way to make money. I've always been independent and I never wanted to be somebody to ask my parents for money to fuel me throughout school. You know, they're sending me to school. They're helping me with decorating my room and groceries and things like that. And I wanted to have something that was for myself, flexible enough that as a student, I would still be able to make money. And this seemed like the perfect opportunity for me to post about a product. I really wasn't aiming high at all. I really just wanted enough money to go shopping or Uber yeah. myself food if I didn't want to go to the dining hall. I quickly noticed how much success women were having from the power of social media and sharing a product from my brand specifically, being able to earn yourself four-figure paychecks, five-figure paychecks every single month, and all while having the goal of helping people in mind, whether we're helping people with their confidence, providing them with these awesome naturally-based vegan hair care products, skincare products, and wellness products, or giving them the option to help themselves put a paycheck in their bank account. And that's exactly what I reached out to Lily for. You know, I see, I saw that you were looking to grow your social media. Your content was consistent. You definitely niched yourself down. And I was so intrigued to have a conversation with you and tell you a little bit about what I do and see if we could partner up and collaborate. And we did. You have the most amazing hair now. You can see my curls. They're thriving. And I did not do anything to my hair today. I let it air dry just after using this shampoo and conditioner. I think I used the Rejuvenique too, like just put a little bit in so it wasn't so frizzy, but curly hair is its own thing. And if you don't use good products, your hair, it's going to show it. Like it just looks burnt out and frizzy. Yeah. I mean, you bring up a good point because I feel like there's so many brands and just things in general that aren't inclusive to everybody. And with this brand specifically, there's inclusive results, no matter what your hair type is, whether you are on one spectrum of having extremely thin hair that needs help, whether you're kind of in the middle, maybe you struggle with frizz or excess oil, or you have super coarse maybe like a 4C curly type of hair, you know, thing for everybody. And that's not something you find everywhere. And that's the power of 
you know, having a product backed by science, backed by technology, and also something that is naturally based and it's consumable and it's easy to talk about. Everyone washes their hair, their products go down the drain. And that's what really brought my attention to partnering up with the brand, being able to put my name behind something, affiliate marketing, network marketing in general. You want to be genuine about what you're sharing. Actually use the product you actually, or the service or whatever it is, and you can put your name behind it and proudly share it with other people and have the confidence to know that I can help you. I want to make you feel amazing, whether it's with the products or, you know, with making money. It's definitely an awesome opportunity. That's so important what you said about a company that is really inclusive with their products. Because like for me, I have a lot of allergies. I have eczema. Like I really just got fucked over in the like autoimmune department. My skin is super sensitive. If I put like a drop of hand lotion on my hands that is not natural ingredients. Some natural ingredients bother me too. It just depends on what is in the product. It is just something that I have to be very picky about, unfortunately, because there's a lot of stuff out there that has chemicals and like toxic crap in it. And sometimes it's not even labeled on the actual product and people just like don't think twice about it. But when you switch over, whether it's skincare or hair care or whatever, and you start seeing like, whoa, my hair is so shiny, like it smells amazing. It doesn't get dirty in two days after washing it. It's just absolutely incredible to me how far good natural products can go because you don't even notice the difference until you switch it over and then you're just blown away and you won't let anything else touch your hair. It's awesome. Yeah, I feel like people definitely underestimate the power of a natural product, right? Think about just a diet in general, right? The difference of your body when you eat McDonald's or fast food, something that's super greasy, something that has a lot of fillers in it that's super unhealthy or to eating a clean diet. And it's quite literally the same when you think about what you're putting on your skin and what you're putting on your scalp and your hair, because it's the same exact concept, you know, something that's natural, that doesn't have fillers, that doesn't have parabens, sulfates, is what your hair actually needs. What you put on your skin, what you put on your scalp absorbs into your bloodstream within 26 seconds. Wow, that is crazy. In general, ingredients matter. You have to educate yourself on your ingredients. And back to comparing it to food, it's the same thing. What are the active ingredients? It's a mindset shift of, okay, why are these even sold in the store? But you kind of have to ask yourself, okay, why are they on the shelf when it's not the best option for you health-wise? There are just so many people in every industry that are creating products, good, bad, or maybe somewhere in the middle. And they want you to have 25 different skincare products and like 12 different hair care products from each different brands. But I'm the type of person that when I find something that works, I will stick with it and I will never go to anything else because... I don't need to try this random new thing when I have a routine that works. If it's not broke, don't fix it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I just think, especially with social media, it's definitely a great thing that we are able to access all of these different companies out there making products, but it's like, we're advertised to so much that it's hard to even know what you're looking for. Like you might not even need something and then it comes across your way and you're like, oh yeah, maybe I will buy that, but maybe it's not the best for you. That is a perfect segue to talking about influencers. You know, that's why so many brands have been 
wanting to shift their marketing dynamic instead of popping up ads or billboards or flyers or catalogs. It's more so we're so attracted to people's experiences, how they feel when they use something, how they look, what it's doing for them that has catapulted. And now that's the norm. We're influenced all the time, whether it's to buy a certain outfit or, you know, to buy products. And I think the whole TikTok culture of showing these influencers using products has increased business for these brands exponentially. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it because, I mean, say for blonde curly hair, if I'm seeing someone using a product and seeing the way it makes their hair look and their hair similar to mine, of course I'm going to want to try it because I know that it will work for hair like mine. And I think that's one of the many positive powers to influencer culture sometimes it gets twisted up into this vanity thing but it's really not it's just people showing other people who have needs hey this is something I use and I like it so why not try it yeah and it's something that we all do we're all washing our hair we're all washing our face and if you love to put on makeup then watch someone else's get ready with me and see their their transformation as they're putting their things on and I think that you know a perfect example and seeing this and how relatable people can be is Alex Earl. I think she's a total badass. She definitely exhibits gumption and everything that she does. And it's because she's being a real honest girl. She's not changing her lifestyle up completely. She had Patrick Ta come to her college house. Like yeah. that is so baller of her to do because I mean, you're coming in a house with probably five or six girls and he's doing your makeup and you guys are going out to dinner after and you're filming it. It's so cool that she's been given these opportunities because of her consistency on social media. That's why brands reach out to you. I have had people reach out to me like months later after posting either a reel or a post of some kind of saying like, hey, we should collaborate. I'm in the Cleveland area too. And I do this. And I just came across your post and wanted to see if we could work together. And those are the moments that I love because whether it's people like us meeting and being like, oh, we were both in school in the Philadelphia area and we didn't know each other, but we probably had a very similar experience or someone looking for a business partner or a community to join and like collaborate with. I think that is something that social media definitely gives us. If you're open to seeking out that opportunity, some people are more closed off and private and that's totally fine. But for those of us who are looking to connect with other people that we might not come across in our everyday life, it just really gives you the perfect platform to do that. Yeah. And I mean, speaking on the community, I think that that's something that I've gained so much that I didn't realize that I would have when I started this whole journey. And it's so crazy because I've become best friends with the girls that I work with on social media and I would have never met them. Our lifestyles are the same, same family values. And whether you're the same age or they're a little bit older than you or a little bit younger than you, relating on also having the same goal. You all want to grow. You all want to do amazing. You want to help people. Just having that consistency, having the same drive and wanting to have fun and take content and travel together. It's so cool. I definitely want to talk about I want to talk about like the stigmatization and even stereotypes, affiliate marketing, but also a lot of 
women that I know love to get ready and look cute and go take pictures. Like that's just a fun thing. And I personally really enjoy that. But I feel like that's so stigmatized. Like it's very vain or it's just so superficial. A lot of the time where the discourse of like social media is fake comes in. But I tend to disagree with that. So I kind of want to talk that through. I think that's downplaying that community aspect that you were just talking about. Yeah, I definitely agree. From one aspect, you know, girls wanting to go out, have fun, take pictures. I know when I'm out with my friends, like you always get looked at. You always get looked at like, oh my gosh, what are they doing? And, you know, usually it's people who are older and they don't understand. I'm going there to have a great meal and enjoy it. And also for the content, you want to go places that are cute to take pictures at and build your own brand and be consistent on your page. Why would you care what other people think? It's your life. You're living it. I always say, are their opinions paying your bills? Because they're not. So you should do whatever you want to do. And who cares? Because if they have the audacity to say something or to put their two cents in, it's like you didn't ask for it. And you must be so insecure about yourself or the fact that you can't do this, that you have to say something about somebody. I completely agree. And I think too, especially when it's coming from men saying things like, oh, you're always taking pictures. It really is chipping away or at least trying to chip away at a woman's confidence. Like, why shouldn't I take pictures? I look amazing. I'm with my group of friends and we all look hot. We want to take pictures and post them and who cares? Like there's other dudes that are like waiting for the post to thirst after it. So it's just kind of like a funny thing. I feel like with men, it's such a double-edged sword because it's also like, okay, so who are you following? Yeah, you You know they're following like beautiful influencers. A hundred percent. It's like, who are you following? But also you want a woman to be confident. You want a woman to walk into a room and have presence. And I feel like that's something that has been tugging on me. Like for the past week, I've been just having the word presence. When you walk in a room, you want to light it up. You want to do it yourself. And I think that most of my confidence has come from being mentored, you know, being on social media and learning about business, but also it makes you self-reflect. And I think that a lot of people fail to do that. A lot of people are in the rat race of keeping up with the Joneses and, you know, keeping up with the trends as you should, but remember that you're a person too. And if you don't relate with something, then don't do it. There's something to be said about that too. Finding your confidence helps you to weed all of that out and just getting crystal clear on your goals and what you want and what you want to find. And whether it's with men or your friend group or with business, that clearness and having your mind set on what you want and what you want to attract will attract it to you. Absolutely. I forgot what I was going to say, but it was like to that exact point. So (laughs) I will just skip my commentary on that, but I completely agree with what you said. So how do you think that the stigma of women being confident and badass on social media translates to direct selling and affiliate marketing? I do feel like people really are like turned off by that sometimes, unless they're involved and have seen the results personally. So let's talk about that and why you think that is. Definitely. I mean, I think that stigmas are made by people who wouldn't necessarily have the confidence to do that themselves. Think about it. I know so many girls who hate on what I do. Do I care? No, I really don't. Because again, I'm doing this for me. 
I'm doing this because I love what I do. I want to be able to help people. And this is a route for me to do that. Aside from what I do, you know, I work in pharmaceutical sales. I'm helping people all day manage their patient care and patient experience and, and what I personally do. So for me to have this on the side, which was my full time before I started my career, and it still is basically a full time income for me. I've been with direct selling. I think that a lot of people have an opinion based on how you present it. And yes, people can be spammy and they can be mentored. They can lack mentorship and be spammy, but they can also niche it into what they're already posting for their personal brand. With my personal brand, when people come to my page, I always say your bio is your business card. You want people to know exactly what they're going to get from you when they pull you up on Instagram and they pull you up on TikTok. You want it to be a space where they have it. And yes, I will admit some people are super spammy and some people just don't have direction. And it really does come from guidance and it comes from mentorship. And it also comes with having those other interests spliced in. Personally, for me, when I mentor somebody, and you can attest to this, I always say 80% you, 20% this business and these products sprinkled into what you're doing because what's attracting somebody to your page is not you looking like an ad. It's in yourself and how this is fitting into it. For somebody to be posting their happy self and all the things and having affiliate marketing as an addition to that, it just grows you as a person and it grows your page even more. And that's attractive. And if somebody is just turned off in general by the way that social selling, affiliate marketing, network marketing works, and they need to get with the program because that's the way of the future. Everything is going to transition to online business. I mean, look, we saw this during the pandemic. Absolutely. Everything online business. That's when my personal business grew by 700%. People wow. don't want to leave the house to buy their products. It's a fact. It's it's crazy to think that everything is online. It's different. That's how the world is going to be. And unfortunately for them, it's not stopping anytime soon. Yeah. And I think that Speaking from my own experience, I have connected with so many people, honestly, starting in high school for different creative endeavors, like being a photographer for someone's event that they were having or collaborating on an art piece, or even just becoming friends with someone because you see what they're posting and you're like, oh, you write, I write too. Those kind of things are really underestimated, but I have made so many personal connections and friendships through social media even not thinking about any kind of collaboration, just meeting people at Villanova. I met a lot of my friends by seeing them on social media. And then I was like, let's meet for coffee. Like, obviously, you know, you maybe couldn't do that with a complete stranger, but like in the context of college, it was really nice because you're maybe not going to become friends with everyone that's in your classes or your major, but you can meet people that have similar interests with you through different groups or online groups on campus. That's just such a cool option that we have now. So I completely agree that social media is the direction that we're going. And people who don't want to get on the bus, like they're going to get left behind. I feel like. Exactly. That's the perfect way to say it. Another thing is I feel like the rise to popularity comes from being onion. Whoa. It comes from being onions, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to say honest and genuine at the same time. (laughs) Uh, The rise to popularity that people are having is coming from people being genuine and being honest. And it's the same thing. It's like making friends in person. You're going to go up to somebody and be nice in a coffee shop and compliment them. That's 
social skills 101. If you don't do that, then how can you expect them to be your friend? It's really the same thing online. If you're finding a common interest with somebody, it's just that much easier. Yeah, and I think it is really interesting too how like the trolls and the haters tend to come out online so much because at least for me, if I had a negative thought about someone, I would never say that to their face. Like if you see a stranger on the street and you're like, have this random like jealous or mean thought that we all have sometimes, you're not going to say that to that person. Like I think that being behind a screen kind of gives people almost like feeling empowered to like hate on other people, but that's not the kind of connection that most people are looking for when they go on social media. So it's just funny that people feel that their comment is going to like, for example, like you said, when people are hating on your business, like, do they think that you're going to stop doing that because of their one comment? It's going to make you want to go harder because if you are doing something and you don't have a hater, they're common, number one, but number two, you can't make everybody like you. You can't make everyone be your friend. But from talking negative about somebody and making comments on their post, what is that doing for you? What does it say about you as a person that you have to rain on somebody's parade? Nobody likes anybody like that. And, you know, these bots and these troll accounts, like, let's be real. Yeah. It's not something that should ruin your day or stop you from pursuing your dreams and your goals. Okay, Gumption, we have reached our stretch break and I have something that is absolutely revolutionary to share with you guys today. Our friends over at Quimby Digital, which is a digital marketing agency powered by ladies for businesses, creators, especially women-founded companies, they are so innovative when it comes to really knowing how to hack the algorithm and use it to your advantage and understanding how it works on every social media platform. I recently had the chance to interview their founder, Ashley Rector, and she will be on the next episode of Gumption, so stay tuned for that. But let me tell you this. They just dropped a new service that aggregates trends from TikTok and Instagram on a weekly basis and then puts together these rising sounds in the form of a link so you can just click right to it. It'll take you to the sound on Instagram or TikTok, as well as the concepts that go with those trends. So for example, if it's like a funny kind of meme trend, it'll quickly explain it in a couple of sentences with that linked sound and they're sent directly to your phone. They text twice a week and the goal is basically just to ease that content creation burnout and tell you what is rising, cutting down on a tremendous amount of research, hours spent looking through the algorithm, your For You page, your Explore page to see what sounds are popular and how to utilize those trends for your niche or for your business. The subscription is $9.99, which is incredible considering the time that it takes to research and analyze these upcoming trends. And not only is this designed for founders and content creators, they really make it feel like a walk in the park and they bring years of experience and a proven approach to help you craft your content that is absolutely next level. Here's the best part, you guys. If you sign up now, you can lock in that $9.99 a month price before it spikes up in July. All you got to do is hit up the link in our bio at Gumption Pod on Instagram to sign up for this service. You can also check out the episode description where I have it linked as well. As much as there could be one product, say that we're talking about a beauty product. It's amazing. It sells itself, has all these amazing reviews, and it's vegan. The person who is influencing it can change somebody's decision from not buying it to buying it because a lot of times 
you have to also realize people are buying from people. It's going to make them buy a bottle of shampoo from me rather than Sally. Maybe I'm showing up on my social media every day. I'm sharing my lifestyle. I'm talking on my story. I'm sharing something. And she's realizing Sally doesn't do that. Sally just posts something generic. And why would I buy it from her if I'm buying from somebody who is sharing that they're going on trips and, you know, they have an amazing community and, you know, they have a family to support. You know, it's different things that can also shift a consumer's decision. There's something to be said about being vulnerable on your social media. Okay, Zoe. So obviously this podcast is called Gumption and I feel like everything you've already talked about has really been inherently filled with gumption, but I want to give you the opportunity to tell a story that you think exhibits that boldness in what you Okay, so this actually was kind of recent and I realized that it was definitely the definition of gumption. When you have a platform where you're constantly promoting something, healthy hair, amazing beauty products, skincare, those are the products that I represent. And my TikTok, it's basically a hair talk. And that's a really great platform to funnel different people in because you're Content is shared so differently on that platform than it is on Instagram, in my opinion. I have been consistent in my posting, as I had mentioned before, that really is able to grow you as a person, your brand. And I actually got a DM on my Instagram from a Instagram verified brand sold at Sephora, a hair care brand. And they basically had their quote unquote international educator reach out to me about, I love your hair. I came across your TikTok. I would love to collaborate and gift you something in exchange for content, a story time of how you feel like our product improves your hair. Well, I would be going against myself in accepting something like that because I'm making an affiliate marketing commission and I've built an entire business around me sharing the products that I love and I genuinely use. And I wouldn't ever use anything else on my hair. That's number one. But number two, I knew the answer already that these products were, you know, full of parabens and sulfates and all that. So I just get my two cents in. So I answered her very nicely and said, thank you so much for your message and noticing me. But it really is a compliment. Like when other people reach out to you and for somebody, this could have been a dream for this brand to reach out to them. And there's huge like celebrity status behind this brand. For me, myself, when I got the DM, I was caught off guard. I was like, wait a second, like this is crazy. But how could they take credit for results that aren't theirs? Yeah, when you've been using a set of products for years now, your hair has grown and it looks amazing because you use these awesome products. It's unrealistic to expect that after one or two washes with this new thing, Like, that's not from that. And consistently sharing my journey about how these products continue to improve my hair and grow my hair and make it even more healthy as we come out with different lines and revolutionary products. It's a consistency for me. If I didn't have gumption, if I was just somebody else, I would have looked at it as a perspective of, oh my gosh, it's a verified brand. It's sold at Sephora. Maybe if I promote this, it will grow my TikTok. Well, honestly, I don't care because I'm going to be an honest person. I'm going to be genuine. I'm not using that product. I'm not going to go against myself and everything that I stand for to use something else that wants to take credit for the progress that I've made and the progress that I 
help other people get hundreds of clients, get amazing results. How would I look if I even posted one TikTok, you know, using something else? Maybe it would grow my following. Maybe it would get me other deals, but I'll get other deals anyway. And I don't want to represent something that I don't stand for. I actually did reach back out and I said, I'm very particular about what I put on my hair. I've been using the same products for years. Can you assure me that there's no parabens or sulfates or chemicals in these products? They got back to me and said, yes, I'll get that to you as soon as possible. Today is Saturday. This was on Tuesday. Still haven't gotten a reply from the international educator who DM'd me. So that's kind of embarrassing on them. I'm not here to throw shade, but it's just the facts. You know, you have to be genuinely passionate about what you're talking about. I'm sure you guys can tell I, I am from my tone of voice and my excitement, but it's the power of influencing too and knowing yourself, knowing your product on both ends from the influencer, but also from the brand. If they didn't know that I was partnered with this brand, which clearly they didn't know, if I was any ordinary person, how would I just want to trust a brand that can't even get back to me? Well, I could probably look it up online and look at the ingredients, but for an educator to not even know their product, it's kind of embarrassing. Definitely. And even thinking about when I switched over to these hair products and my conversations with you, immediately, I think one of the first things I asked was, is this going to be okay for my allergy? Like I'm allergic to any nut oils that are in a lot of hair products. And you sent me an ingredient right away. Those kind of things are going to ease someone's concerns because- A, you can see exactly what is in something, which is something that definitely doesn't happen across the board. And B, if there's something you're allergic to or you don't like the smell of, you know right then. There's no hiding it. It's like very out in the open. And I think that transparency is so important with what we put on our hair and skin and bodies. I love that you just were like, thanks, but no thanks. You didn't have to diss them, but they just kind of showed their true colors. A hundred percent. It doesn't do anything for me to put them on blast or to talk about it, but it strengthens the fact that if you're being genuine and you're being honest, you have to continue that for people to recognize you as who you are and what you represent. It would not only look bad on me, but on the business that I built. Also promoting products like these that help people feel confident to be themselves, not to change themselves into something else. Obviously, We all have concerns. We want our hair to look better or our skin to feel better, like clear up breakouts, whatever. But on a deeper level, it's always sketchy to me when there's a brand that's like, this will change you from this to this. You want to embrace yourself and be confident in yourself and work with what you've got. I don't want something that's going to straighten my hair unless I'm using a flattening eye every now and then. My curly hair is my curly hair. Enhancing what you already have. Improving and enhancing what you already have. Part of the reason our societal beauty standards are so out of whack and problematic is because we're telling people, certain people that have these characteristics that that's not the ideal type of beautiful. And that's why people don't feel confident because they're like, oh, well, I don't look like this. So I need to change myself to look like that. No, you need to just enhance your natural beauty that you already have. I think that that circles back to everything we've spoken about confidence, but also the standard of products and things like that. I mean, the US literally only bans 11 chemicals. Europe has a laundry list of things that are banned. Using a product that's European standard, you're going to feel better. Not only that, but something that's inclusive will take you a longer way because you're not limited. Limitations are what the beauty standards in society have have been for, for us because you walk into the store, it's like, okay, 
what brand, what bottle is pretty, what's on sale, what smells good. And it's not always, you know, what has everything that's going to work for me. From a business and entrepreneurial standpoint of what you do, well, two things, I guess we'll start with this. On the daily, what does it look like to really be smart with your social media and use it to build your platform? How does that look for you just in your normal work day? And how does that fit into your life? Something that I'm always doing is finding pockets of time in my day that goes along the lines of working smarter, not harder, whether that be daily things that I have to do for my business, reaching out and networking and checking in on my clients and my girls and things like that. You know, that's one aspect of it. But to build my own personal brand, I think that it does take a lot of seeing what's on trend and seeing what's trending and just scrolling through quickly and thinking about ideas of how how can I make this happen when I get home from work I'm gonna have a little bit of time with daylight still out and I can maybe film a reel or a tiktok doing things that aren't out of the ordinary wake up a little bit early I'll do what I have to do on my phone for about 20 minutes before I take time for myself get ready get dressed eat some breakfast as I'm at work I'll do my thing I'll reply to people as necessary but whenever I have a free minute of time I'm looking at what I can do to improve myself on social media what trends maybe look on Pinterest you know what's a spring content idea always just looking for something to have as inspo and following girls who are also similar to you and things that they might be doing. If I have an upcoming trip, planning that out, doing my research, reading blogs, places to go and experiences. So I think that just a little bit of research into maybe hashtags or the explore page or the for you page, Pinterest, definitely things to build up personally. And then as far as networking, I will discover girls in the explore page and connect with them and ultimately see if we can build a relationship. Yeah. And I like that too, because I think that we all doom scroll like we all spend so much time on social media whether people want to admit it or not I feel like if you have any kind of social media page you sometimes just surrender to the like scrolling through and not really paying attention and it's kind of like a black hole for people's time so I like that because you're taking that back by saying you know I'm gonna spend this 20 minutes in the morning on my phone, reaching out to people that I think I could work with rather than just scrolling, then feeling so like, you know, that feeling you get after you're just scrolling and just like, I just wasted two hours doing nothing. But I think it is monetizing that time and planning out and building those future connections that are ultimately going to fuel your business going forward. Definitely. You talked about financial independence and freedom, and I think that's so important for girls that are college age or post-grad age to hear. And I know that a lot of my listeners fit that demographic because like, it's hard when you work a full-time job or maybe even a part-time job and you're in school, there's just not a lot of time to pick up more work. So I think using social for that in a genuine way is brilliant. And I want you to talk about how that's given you or maybe one of your clients more financial freedom. Definitely. And I mean, on the topic of mindlessly scrolling, I mean, think about your screen time and how much time you're spending on your phone. If you could take two hours of your time every day, now, mind you, two hours is six 20 minute increments of time. Okay. Whether you're going on your phone, on your lunch break, in the morning, in the afternoon, and then in the evening, we all have two hours of time while still having time for ourselves and other things like work or school. 
to spend on our phone. We have it in our hand, but this expensive phone that we all have, it's in our hand all day. Use it to make yourself money. If you are looking for an easier outlet to not only express yourself, but give yourself a way to come across affiliate marketing, there's two ways to get started in doing something like this. It's either a waiting for it to happen to you and being consistent, which is great, but you can invest in an opportunity for yourself. It has more of a structured compensation plan. I did this all throughout college. So I was building up myself. And like I said before, I saw the possibility. I took it and I ran with it. Why not you? See if you want to transform your page, do a little bit yourself on the back end. If you guys want to DM me, I'm always open to conversations, shamelessly plugging myself to monetize your page gives you such a leg up. You can make bonuses on reels. You can make bonuses on TikTok, but to be able to use that time to basically join a business where it's going to pay you out more than that, it's definitely worth it. It's grown me so much as a person. And, you know, Lily, you got a taste of it yourself of everything that comes along with it. I feel like people don't realize, yes, the money's awesome, but you're getting... You're getting training, you're getting friends, you're getting opportunities to grow outside of, you know, and notice people noticing your page, something that we're all transitioning to. So as a society, it's time to definitely think about it more serious. When you said, why not you? I love that quote because I think it's very gumption-esque. Why not try this new thing? Why not introduce yourself to this person? But as women, I do feel like we self-select out of things a lot because We are very intuitive about thinking ahead and like, oh, I don't know if I'd be good at this. Whereas a man might just be like, "Eh, yeah, I'll try it, like whatever, and not think that far ahead. Like one of the things that really attracted me to this specific community that you're part of is you were telling me there's single moms that work with you. There's college students. There's people that are way older. Like it's not really limited to one demographic because it's so inclusive, which I think is really important. If people are thinking it's not for them, you're not going to know unless you try. And I feel like that's just a mentality that has been instilled in me since childhood. You're not going to know unless you try. Do something different. You don't have to follow the norm. And hey, it might not be for you, but you won't know unless you try. The industry in general of affiliate marketing, if you are somebody who has a closed mind, you're not going to go far. You have to have an open mind. If you want to grow, if you want to attract those things into your life, you have to be ready to attract them too. That's also something to consider and think about. If you want to grow your page and you want to grow your social media, say yes and figure it out later is something that I've learned. That's just a very good attitude to have about anything in life, I think, except for drugs or something. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Tell the listeners of Gumption how they can find you, whether that's on social media or if they want to connect with you and grow their business or their page. Tell them how they can connect with you. Of course, you guys can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at underscore Z-O-E-C-O-N-T-E. And if you want to learn about what I do, have any questions, DM me. I love that too, because it encourages like actual conversations, like these bots that are like, love your hair, DM for opportunity. And it's in a weird font. You're like, that's not even a human that's coming to No, me. exactly. And you guys if are interested. You'll be able to see my growth on my page, my journey, see exactly what I was talking about. And if you have any questions, let's open the conversation. I can send you a video explaining more. We can hop on a Zoom call. If you are interested in growing your social media and 
partnering up with the brand to help you do so. I'm your girl. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this amazing interview. I feel like this is not something that people really know a lot of the ins and outs of. Like they know it exists, but maybe don't know how it works. So I really appreciate you being willing to share your perspective. And I also just think you're like super badass. And I love (laughs) seeing women doing cool business things, something we've explored a lot on Gumption and will continue to do because I love it. I love that. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to continue to connect and listen to your future guests. And there you have it, everybody. That was the lovely Zoe Conti. And I have to say, full transparency here, Gumption, I started doing this affiliate partnership with Modern Nature back in early January. And we're looking at the end of April now. And I have made, so far, from pretty much minimal effort, like I really have not been putting a ton of my time or my content into this approach, just from plugging the products to family members and friends because they truly transformed my hair, I have made $161.15. That is definitely not a drop in the bucket. Like that's a couple bills right there. Ultimately, what I really like about affiliate marketing is that it is accessible to everyone. You could literally be housebound or you could be out in the world going on hikes and doing adventures and everything every day. There are brands out there that want to partner with people who genuinely love and use their products. And it's really not limited to who can access this opportunity. All this is to say, if you are considering using your social media for more than just sharing your personal life, if you're like, this is a platform that I want to monetize, definitely let me know what you thought of this episode. This is one perspective of affiliate marketing from a very structured company, but there are so many other affiliate opportunities that you can kind of piecemeal here and there, and you will really be surprised if you continue to be consistent with your content, how quickly the partnerships will come to you. Once I really started like focusing on utilizing trending reels and stuff like that, I have gotten three more affiliate partnerships since then. So it's been really fun to be able to try new products, to actually plug things that I love and use because like Zoe said, genuine is key and that's what sells. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and check out all the links in this episode description and in our Instagram bio because they're constantly being updated with something new from each episode. From the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you so much and I hope you have an amazing week, an amazing month. Today is the first day of May. Okay, I literally spiked the microphone volume there with my excitement, but happy May. It's almost summer. You got this, guys. And this was Gumption episode 14, hosted by me, Lil, the cutest person to ever exist in the entire world. And as Zoe said, why not you?